0: Welcome back to the Big Scuba Podcast. Welcome back. Gemma, how are you doing?
1: I'm really well, thanks, how are
0: you? Yeah, good, thank you very much, good. Um, so this is episode 25, I believe. 25,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Always um, well, nice to know you get something right occasionally. Uh, it's really great to uh, catch up with Jill Hinef again. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that last episode. So this com- this one, we've got the guys from Depth Therapy, a um, yep. really, really great uh, charity here in the UK. Uh, they do loads of great things, um, help helping out, you know, uh, our veterans uh, and um, they've all served our country. So, you know, it's a really great worthwhile cause. Uh, But more of that coming up shortly. Jen, what have you been up to? What have you been up to since the last time? I think last
1: time we spoke, we've done a bit of diving. And since then, because... Things like the tides have been wrong, and we're back to full time work. So we've managed to fit in lots. So I've been back
0: to full time work, Gemma.
1: Good normality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all this part time furlough stuff is all ended. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah,
0: that's yeah, good. To get, to get back to normal.
1: Yeah, exactly normality. Um, but even so, we still managed to fit in paddle boarding, being out on the beach, haven't we? Paddle boarding. have yep. seen some seals while I've been paddle boarding. Um, Plenty of jellyfish as well. And then we've obviously been at the gym. Oh yeah, you
0: got asked to um, have a look at a seal at last.
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah, just for the BDMLR, Fish Divers Marine Life Rescue Organisation. So we're due to do our qualification mid-August, but I've still been on call and uh, yeah, yeah, to go and see him. He wasn't injured and he looked pretty healthy. So managed to get himself back to sea and yeah, hopefully reunite. Uh, That's what they do yeah so but yeah so that's coming up but yeah other than that we've been busy keeping up our dive fitness at the gym and yeah you know, paddle boarding yeah plenty of time outdoors on the beach
0: maybe we should do a little shout out to our friends at um crossfit in great yarmouth and also our friends at ballantines in Lowestoft. yeah, yeah. Uh, hello to you guys if you're tuning in um you know it's really great fitness i think um yeah it does go hand in hand with diving um i know us some people say no, they no don't, but I think it does. Personally, I think, uh, especially you know, uh, if you're doing some of the difficult diving, and I think our friends Andy Torbert would be the first person to agree with that. You know, uh, if you're doing some of these deep dives, fitness does come into you know, uh, so making sure you're fit to dive. And uh, I think um, I, I've noticed that my uh, air consumption has improved loads really since I've been doing uh, working out at CrossFit in great Yarmouth. um so if you've got a crossfit near you and uh they're in america they're in the uk definitely recommend it so yeah
1: give uh, it a go definitely
0: give it a go uh so it's worthwhile doing and it's been good you know although it's been good um you know diving we had just we had some nice dives couple. it's also nice just having a go at some other things as well you know work has been absolutely mental and also you know Getting some time with the kids and also uh, getting in the water and sea pooling on our coast—you know, some really nice yeah. places to go and explore. So uh, now's the time while in the UK uh, to get out there and explore what's on a, on our coastlines. Really, so implore uh, you to do. What else, Gemma? Have we got to say hello to um, our patrons? You know, Experience thank you very much, amazing. guys. Yeah, uh, every month you guys put your hand in your pocket to help us out. So know who you are thank you very much uh once again uh, um also hello to our friends in blue 02 fourth allen the reef world foundation uh, you know mares
2: okay. SSI, you
0: know the list goes on thank you very much you know for all the support that you give us um so you know hope i've covered everybody but you know it helps make this all possible so thank you very much guys uh for your support
1: Yep, I think that's covered everybody. No,
0: I just had another thought. Guys, we've got new, some new bands coming out. We have mentioned uh, Prey Drive, but we've also got a couple more bands coming out. Details that We've just got some finalised more details with them. Uh, watch out on social media. We'll be uh, putting them out there. Uh, so we will always like to add as we go and build that up. We've just done uh, a little big chat with Paralyn. So yeah,
1: that was really good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was really good. And um, with the, their new camera, Facuita. Say it again? Vaquita. I think I've got that right. <laughs> you do have to get that name right. It all go horribly wrong, but you the uh, great camera, you know. I'm looking forward to uh, having the play with that and the test and see how we get on. That'd be a good excuse to jump in the water and
1: yeah, jump uh, yeah, the test.
0: Yeah, so hi, hi to you, Jacob. Thank you very much. That'd be really great. Um, so I think that does actually uh cover everything from from us. So let's talk about depth therapy. You know, we've got coming up, we've got Tom and Tom, uh,
1: Tom Oates and Tom Swarbrick and Richard Cullen who is the founder of the charity yeah and it's a
0: really great really interesting talk uh, these guys have been through literally through the wars haven't they you know um so it's- total respect to them and the things that they've had to, to deal with and they'll be talking about their story i think we do need to add in with this um due to their locations the signal um wasn't particularly that great so unfortunately the quality has affected the quality on it so if you if you're listening to this you know and you're looking forward to listening to the depth therapy guys don't worry it's out there but do please stick with it you know, the quality does drop out here and there and we do lose uh, one of the toms and then he comes back because the signal uh his mobile phone signal drops out on him yeah. so uh, mm-hmm. but you know if it wasn't for that this will never be possible at all so it's positive it's good to say uh, it's good that we've been able to do this okay. uh, so hopefully you know the message will still come through uh, listening and dialing into us so um, I think that's probably
1: enough of me running on Yeah, I think enjoy the interview with depth Sarah. wouldn't agree with that, Gemma, So say yes Yeah, I said yes <laughs> So I think, yeah Listen in and enjoy the conversation with Richard Tom, Tom, Gemma and Ian Great, awesome,
3: nice to
1: Okay
4: What does it all come down to I've never lost myself now
1: Hello. Hello. Hi, Richard. How are you?
3: Very well, thank you. And you? Hi, Richard. Tom. Tom. Which one? It could be. It could be either of. Them.
2: Tom Swabrick.
3: Yeah. Hello. We Hello? Can hear you. Hello, Can't Tom.
2: because
5: <laughs> uh, I've been sunbathing, so I don't want Richard to get excited.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i have right, been some bathing, I put the clothes on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> how have you been then? All right, yeah, come on then. Let's let us see some video. You can't keep hiding.
5: Oh, I've got to get a
3: Well, look at that haircut. <laughs>
5: yeah.
3: Well, that's, that's, that's a All problem. Hi right,
5: Tom. How you doing? All right, you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, I think.
3: good. Tom Oates is having trouble getting in.
5: Nah, uh, that old chestnut.
3: Yeah, that old chestnut.
5: <laughs> sun is shining. Oh, I just couldn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> it was tempting. Yeah, that's why I decided
1: to sit outside. <laughs> 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 well, both outside. So, welcome to the Big Scuba Podcast.
3: Yeah, okay, brilliant. All Richard, right. tell me about you. Right. Uh my name's Richard Cullen. Um I'm one of the founders of Depth Therapy and I'm also um the chair of the Board of Trustees and run the upside side of the organization. Um as Well, I'm a, I'm a paddy master instructor and a RAID uh, master instructor um, and I live in South Bucks and for my sins I, I look after these uh, guys and sort of run the programs and things like that. So we've been going as a charity since um, 2014, so six years now, although I've been involved in adaptive teaching since about 2009. So that's me pretty much. Yeah,
2: that's
1: great. Thank you. And Tom, what about you? How did you
3: get involved in therapy? my
5: uh, my name's Thomas Warbrick. I got involved with depth therapy just shy of three years ago now, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah, 2018. Um, yeah.
5: Yeah. So I've just started my training dive master. I haven't done anything for it as of yet because lockdown kind of stopped me. Plus, I had to move from Norwich to London. You're a
2: from- Norwich boy, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Small
5: world. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I recently moved to London in November, so at the end of the last year. So I've been enjoying London life.
1: And it's yeah. a bit of a difference, a bit... I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how did you come about depth therapy? What's your kind of story? Um,
5: the other member who meant to be joining us tomo he i met him on a skiing trip and he was the one that told me about it and then when i got back to england he put me in contact with richard so i i actually know it through tomo yeah, yeah
1: yes so had you done any diving before you met
5: richard um i've done like a couple of try dives so nothing i hadn't got any qualifications or anything but I remember the little film of tri-dives and stuff like that. Good to get back in the water and I picked it up quite quickly.
1: And when was the last time you were diving?
5: Um, I I tend to go on holiday quite a bit. So uh, I've been diving, what, four or five times with depth therapy. Um, I think the last time I went diving, I went on holiday to America and just done a day's diving in Florida. And that was probably mid last year. So it's probably been about a year.
3: Didn't we do the uh, liverboard after that, Tom? Or was that before you went Uh, to America?
5: When was the liverboard?
3: September, wasn't it? July?
5: September, yeah. It was after, yeah. So. Yeah, the Liverpool in
2: September. No, Where was your new Liverpool in
3: Egypt? Oh, in Red Sea? Yeah. Deep South.
2: Oh, right. Yeah, St John.
3: Yeah, we did St John's and Daedalus. And basically, it was for um, a few of the guys, not many. Um, who hadn't done a liverboard before. So we sponsored, I think, three three spaces on the trip or four spaces on the trip oh, really? so they could get an experience of a liverboard because the last time um, we've done sort of any, any major trips other than training was to Chuck Lagoon in 2018. Oh, and wow. that was before um, Tom was sufficiently qualified. I mean, Tom's done well because um, unlike uh, a lot of the guys, Tom came um, to us from, he'd been in the Royal Anglian um regiment right. and um he's he i mean he can tell you but i mean he he suffered um sort of mental health issues major mental health issues um mainly post-traumatic stress disorder but he was also shot by a sniper on his second tour in afghanistan and lost five pints of blood on the on the battlefield right. but he can sort of best tell you about that and probably about the state he was in when we we first met him
5: yeah of course so basically when i was first when I got back from the skiing trip and Tom introduced uh, Richard, like we were sitting there, like he was messaging me through Facebook Messenger and pinging me emails all the time to make sure I'm okay and stuff like that. And then, like one of the first things I said to him, I was like, "Well." Like what? What would like? What does debt therapy want back from us? Because I had, like I had trust issues with a lot of people, and it really affected me later throughout my later life. Mm. Um, so I yeah you know, I struggled with trusting people, and like through being with like debt therapy and learning how to trust again. Uh, so that's why I've moved to London, and actually now in a relationship. So, yeah, which is yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I've so since been injured. I've done a what it, mental health first aid course through therapy yeah. as well, so I can help with some of the new guys that are coming through eventually, when that's they need good. they need someone to talk to as well. That's Tom. Yes, so back in 2013,
4: um, I was involved in uh, what I thought were a difficult tour of Afghanistan. I was involved in a vehicle, and uh, carried on with Afghanistan. Uh, as I came back three months later, I lost my eye in a car. Uh, so in the space of a few months I had quite a traumatic time uh, and then a year later later uh, I was diagnosed with complex post and mm-hmm. um, I found myself in quite a dark uh, spin. No, and I, I didn't know that I was trying to give because it wasn't and that very reached that arm out and it was when I started noticing the difference was walking and being under the water is so tranquil and you know you leave all your deep you know and it's and I don't think I honestly wouldn't be if it weren't for depth therapy. Mm, that's quite
1: incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So had you heard of depth therapy, you know, before all the, everything happened? Was it something uh, that been, because obviously it's British art, British forces based. So it's, was it something that you'd heard about?
4: Uh, not, I didn't hear about them before, no. just I, I've always had a, a quite a fond interest of scuba diving and it's what I wanted to do before mm-hmm. joining. I wanted to be a marine biologist, you know, it's where I wanted to be, but then... Some time, and once I have got myself into a position I felt like I'll continue doing that uh, I applied for the university and I uh, in September this year. Oh brilliant well,
0: and you're going to be doing the following Pretty that much. route? Yeah brilliant. Yeah, then, if, if it
4: weren't for deathbed to be in this position and scuba diving especially so. Yeah. But, yeah. Well,
0: that's a career you can mix with scuba diving really well.
4: Yeah it's it's totally changed my life around you know it's, I really wouldn't be here you know I've, I've had two attempts at my own life you know it's got has
0: done something for me and i'm sure it does yeah. do. mm-hmm. well it's good you reached out and you know um and you, you know you, you're seeing you know the time that you put into depth therapy
3: on how that's help and you know keep and keep them busy so you know yeah. um no, obviously it's not easy for you guys well i with one of the other guys agreed when we first um met these two to to meet them um at trafalgar square and then go for a, a drink or a meal and um I must admit, Tom Tom Swalbrick, um messaged us and said, "I can't, I can't get there." And he said, "I've got a cough and a cold." And literally, he was a couple of minutes away, and we convinced him to come. And when I first met them, because most people think of depth therapy of dealing with people uh, who haven't got limbs and things like that, so they see that. But eighty percent of the people we deal with, in fact, have got mental health issues. You know, pretty much exclusively um, PTSD and things like survivor guilt, um, and they have. Um, disorder where they find it very difficult um, to live outside the army and they're all, all technical terms the, um, to be quite honest and I know, I think this I, I didn't honestly expect either and probably to be still alive at this time because that's that the state that I was in um, Tom Oates sort of um, took it on a bit quicker, I think, than Tom But Tom, as he said, was just getting in touch with me non-stop saying, what do you want, what do you want? And he didn't trust me um, at all. And he had this huge um, trust issue. And we started to to build on that. And uh, as as Tom says, you know, he, he got into a relationship about 18 months ago with Natasha and really hasn't, hasn't looked back because before that, he didn't trust anybody. Unfortunately, Tom... Um, after he'd been with us a bit, tried to take his own life uh, and that sort of became a major issue um, for us about whether we could actually keep taking him diving with us and, and massive effort went into that, every trustee had to be consulted, uh, his psychiatrist um, our psychologist our doctors um, we had to do risk assessments and everything and and we took him out in the October after he tried to take his own life in, in the August and you know really he hasn't looked back then, I mean there's always hiccup, hiccups for these guys and sometimes I need to have a chat because things... go downhill but actually uh, managing mental health is it's far easier to deal with somebody who's got a limb missing than it is to deal with somebody who's got a mental health issue and I think for us that's quite a big problem because um, I'm just writing the um, RAID depth therapy adaptive teaching man. and our medical advisors have said you've got to put a caveat in there just because you've done an adaptive course as an instructor doesn't mean tomorrow you can go and teach somebody who's missing limbs or has got mental health issues, mental health issues, there's huge things and probably the new guidance that's just gone out for the RSTC forms, if you haven't seen them. A lot of people with mental health issues will not be getting through the assessment because, you know, it actually says, what are you risking? And people look at depth therapy and say, well, you do this, You, you work with the two Tom, you work with these amputees. And that's that's good, but the fact is we're a big team. We always have doctors and medics with us, and we're very mm. experienced. It's a bit different if you take somebody wearing your own. You, can you um, can you just explain for those who don't know what what do you mean by those four Because well, we've got people yeah. who listen to us. Either won't understand okay so so um those of you who dive most you will um before you can sign up to dive you sign what is an rstc form which is a medical form um and it stayed the same for years and years and years and it's now just been amended and what you have to do is there's a, a number of illnesses and condition there and if you answer yes to any one of those conditions then you have to get clearance yeah. by your GP to dive. Um, we ha- we have a standard higher than that. We actually uh, insist that these guys have to see an HSE-approved medical examiner of divers or... Um, BZAC used dive referees, so, so we're yeah. using two of those. But at the end of the day, the final say for us comes down to um, Dr. Mark Downs and Dr., Dr. Ollie Firth, who are two very uh, experienced, authorized um, uh, medical advisors, and, and they have the final decision on whether somebody could come. And there are, there are big issues here because some of you might have heard of the um, Diving Disease Research Centre at, at Plymouth where they also have a decompression chamber. But they did a study and found that lots of people hadn't declared mental health issues and hadn't declared medication on their form. So there were people actually diving in their survey who would never declared they'd got these issues because they actually believed that they'd be discriminated against. Mm-hmm. The other side of that is that they'd all dive successfully.
2: How, how, how recent was that?
3: Uh, it came out last year. I mean I don't think really? many people many people have seen seen the report so I mean you do take you do take risks and, and, and the fact is we learned early on and, and we've learned again that GPs don't know about the effect of pressure on medication um, yeah. And probably Not lots best, of people yeah. who, who are, are listening won't know about that. But yeah. but the belief is, the science is, although it's, Ed, there's never been a study, is that the deeper you dive, it will either increase the effect medication or reduce the effect, and yeah. um, which might cause you to have a seizure or something un- underwater. So we have to watch that very carefully. Um, and we've just had a couple of people who had been signed off by their GPs to dive who our medical examiners said you know, we would want to see that person and very carefully consider that because because the medication they're taking it could be really dangerous. So so we, we have to look we have to look at those things and unfortunately all too often um it's just we we had somebody years ago come out with us who'd been signed as fit to dive with his gp and what we didn't know was he'd got um tubes where he'd been blown up he'd had tubes replacing part of his intestine and on a shallow dive at nine meters he signaled up so i went up to the surface with him spitting his regulator out letting his bcd down i'm inflating his bcd putting his regulator back eventually going back on the boat's so and uh, what had happened, um, his stomach had bloated hugely, where air was leaking from the tube. And of course he wanted to deflate his BCD, all he could do was scream in his mouth. And we almost had to um, medivac him off, the, off over here and signed off as fit to dive.
4: Wow. Just actually just signed them off like my doctor just, you know, signed the form off originally until I went to um dr mike downs you know it's because i have mm. certain medications as well that has to be looked into because it does change uh, the depth that you go in pressure groups mm. so the medication yeah. becomes more a uh, thing yeah. inside my body so
0: but a lot of these drugs have not never been tested under pressure no
2: as richard's no, saying no. don't know what the effects are going to do no they so, don't the, i mean they, so it
4: is- the drugs that i take um, it, it gives me more of, a, of an effect of narcosis as well. So, obviously, you need to be careful of what, which is the reason I had to go to Dr. Matt Downs as well, because he, he was able to tell me if there was okay to dive on. Do you know, it's mm. to be absolutely yeah. take that extra precaution of watching out for, obviously, and other people who take medication. So.
3: Last year, um, a couple of us, Josh, who's um, a triple amputee, lost both his legs and his arm, um, went to speak uh, at the uh, hyperbaric. Uh, Medicine Annual Conference in St. John's Wood. Um, We were asked by Ollie Firth, who'd organised it at Markdown. And that was most of the approved medical examiners of divers. And many of them wouldn't sign somebody off with amputation. They wouldn't sign somebody off with mental health issues. And the fact is, they didn't realise what we did. And they didn't realise how, you know, we don't just unleash these people and say, you know, you've done your open water course, that's it. We actually provide them with 24-7 support. And this is what, Tom Swalbrick was talking about earlier you know from the time we first meet them we're there to support so lots of these guys will um you know tell you things they wouldn't tell other people they'll actually be quite honest about how they're feeling and things like that so you need Mm -hmm. that and every every day we come back from one of our courses at Roots in the evening the instructional team sit down and we discuss each one of the people on the program so the doctor's there the teams there and people to talk about how they've done, if there's any issues. And uh, for instance, after, after Tom had tried to take his own life, Mark Downs had to do an evaluation uh, every morning before we let him dive. And that's the, that, that, that's the sort of reality of it. So it's, it's not just something where you go, um, Unfortunately, there's some people try and convince you um, There's sort of a, a Lazarus effect You know, take up your bed and walk And you jump in the water and your PTSD is cured None of these guys will say that scuba diving saved my life Or changed my life They'll actually say depth therapy did Because it's a package that goes yeah. with the diving The diving's a therapy yeah. But of course, yeah. if you only dive once or twice a year That's not going to do anything for you So it helps It's oh. the support that you get from the team and, and from each other And they do support each other so how often do you check um, in? Oh, people People. I mean, Tom. Tom takes probably check in every day. Swalls and I check in pretty regularly. Um, some of the guys you can you can tell on social media. Um, and if Chris Middleton was on and he was meant to be on today, but um, I, don't, I don't know where he is. But Chris would tell you um, he's one of our earliest people and one of the people really who made depth therapy what it was because depth therapy originally was taking people on basically a series of uh, tri dives and. Um, Chris actually said, I want to be uh, an open water diver, but I don't want the word disabled on it because what was happening at that time, there was disabled dives, International, International Association of Handicapped Dives, etc., would just do limited certification. So um, people would get a certification of D1, D2, or D3, which meant they had to be supervised basically in the water. And Chris said, I don't want a disabled okay. sticker on it. So um, we put Chris on and it was a big challenge, for me it was a big challenge because I had to, had to think about how I was going to get Chris through an open water or some meat standards. But Chris also had PTSD and uh, all of a sudden he started going, quiet. And I said, what's happened? Why aren't you talking? And he was having a fairly major uh, psychological issue, um, which we had to talk through. I think we might have lost Tom again. Okay. No, back.
1: <laughs> so how many people make up your team?
3: Um, well, mo- most of the time, I mean, we've always got uh, at least one instructor for each course. So if we've got open water, very often we'll have two on the open water, uh, at least one on advanced and one on rescue. Uh, and then uh, basically one or two spare because what we will be running at the same time is a program for the trainee dive masters or when we're out in routes, um we'll be running a prose course which is when we teach instructors how to teach people uh who have basically disabilities so so they'll come there and then see live how it's actually how it's actually done so so in reality we've got quite a um A small team. Um, We don't want a big team because it's very important that you know and understand each other and you all fit into the same sort of model. Mm. But for us, what's important now is um, people like Chris is already a dive master, John Beaver is already a dive master. These two guys are um, dive master trainees. We've got a couple more of dive master trainees. And the aim is in the future to take these people on to be uh, instructors. Um, For them, then when they've developed the experience to actually start running the program. So all of these guys will assist um, with people who've got injuries. So if we've got somebody who's an amputee, we put Chris with them because he's an amputee. So people can actually see that you do it. He can do it. If you've got somebody who's got psychological issues, we'll give them either of the Toms or one of the other guys who's had PTSD and actually say, this is how you can do it. And what we've got is a mint scheme. So we'll actually, when somebody comes on board brand new, we'll actually say, here's a, uh, mentor you can have Tom Swarbrick Tom Oates or whoever and link it up like that
1: yeah that's, that's good. good yeah yeah because I totally understand yeah kind of some of the things they're going yeah yeah no, that's good so how many people do you have kind of under your umbrella at any one time
3: well probably the largest um course we've taken out is 26 members, which is which is quite a lot and was probably too much um the problem is now with lockdown uh is we're getting a backlog and the backlog creates problems because uh, when we really started off lots of these guys were young free and single um now they're not so young uh, oh, lots of them got partners. <laughs> some some of them have got got kids and pretty much most of them are actually in work so Actually saying give up two weeks a year to do a couple of programs isn't possible. Give up a week to do a program for a course and then come on the Liverpool for a week just just isn't on because they've got family commitments, things like this. So we... We've had to work hard getting through um, COVID and we've used Zoom a lot. So we have meetings on Zoom and things like this. We've we, um, run webinars and stuff like that. So so we're trying to keep people going. We've actually got some of the guys. Um, we've got funding from the government um, for a major liverboard, which should have been 2021, but it's 2022 now. And mm-hmm. in the build-up that the zico course is run by um, somebody from glasgow university so these two guys were going to be on that two-week course where they learn about coral mapping and biomass studies and then oh, wow. everybody trained up to do that and then we take them on the Libboard. and the idea is we're going to compare two wrecks in the red sea um the ss turkia which is in um which is in the gulf of Suez, and the and look at the difference in um, the coral life and the aquatic life on on those boots so so we do things over you know a period very often of, of two years to actually take people there but with this congestion we've got to try and work around what's happening so we might reduce our numbers in the next year or so
2: Richard, i, I didn't catch
0: what's the name of the other wreck because there's a bit of disturbance yeah.
3: SS Turkey and yeah. the thistle gorm so' oh, the turkey yeah so the Turca- they're both sunk the same time pretty much um, uh, so one's in the gulf too is and is hardly dived and um, i've I've um, dived it a couple of times it's an amazing wreck I mean the the coral life and the aquatic life on it is amazing um, I go to the thistle Gorm and there's actually very little coral and and there's a lot less uh life so basically you know the study's going to actually look at the difference and of course we can actually say probably the difference is caused by the number of divers that go on the on the wreck
0: there was a great octopus on the thistle gorm i just sit and watch
3: that yeah there are i mean there's pretty things i mean we're we're looking to see if we can um take the guys over to um key largo sometime because there's some amazing wrecks um, over there and um, let them dive those because what we want to try and do is get the dive masters and dive master trainees onto advanced rec courses before we actually go and do these studies but but that's just another challenge of time really. yeah. Yeah. Do you do
1: much UK diving? No,
3: but very, very. I mean, we wanted, what we said was, when we found out we couldn't go to Egypt, let's do UK diving now. All these guys are happy to do it. But of course, they shut down all the... In water sites, so so wouldn't do anything, and, and some of the guys, to be honest, don't want to buy um, dry suits. Not because they don't want to pay the money out; they just don't want to dive in the UK. So so Chris mm. doesn't want to dive in the UK; wants to dive in blue. Is that more the to, to the temperature or the visibility? Vis, visibility is like I mean, you've got to actually think if you've got post-traumatic stress disorder and mm. you go into ah. the murky water, sometimes ah. it's not going to do you any good certainly in terms of amputees, um, amputees, uh, their bodies get colder because they don't have circulation because your feet actually regulate your heat. And if you haven't got any feet, you can't regulate your heat. So they get cold and don't realize they're getting cold. The same as um, paraplegics or tetraplegics, they can't actually feel that they're getting cold. Uh, so what you have to do is alter the dive times to actually allow for that. Yeah. So how long would the dive typically be? Well, it, it depends who you've got, really. I mean, you know, these these guys, it'd probably be, you know, an hour. You know, you, you, you'd judge oh. it on how how quickly somebody gets, gets cold. So if somebody gets cold very, very quickly, I mean, Chris tends to... Um, Chris can probably say death now, but he will very often come up and feel really cold after. Yeah.
1: And what is the proportion of men and women that you have through the system?
3: Uh, what well, we haven't had, we've had women apply, but they've never managed to come on the course. But the thing is, our focus really is on life-changing injuries. And at the beginning, it was about people who had been in, uh, injured in Iraq and Afghanistan. So, mm-hmm. you know, there were very few women actually suffered those sort of injuries over yeah. there. So it's meeting our criteria. It'd be very nice to take people, but you've got to find somebody because that's what's in our charitable purpose who actually has got a life-changing mental and physical physical uh, challenge that actually occurred while they were serving. So it's not somebody goes out of the service and says, you know, about a motorcycle accident that's 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 not there you have to have injury when you're yeah. in service
2: yeah
1: so for the two toms do you actually sort of talk to your each other and other guys on a regular basis do you have kind of a network that you have
2: yes
4: so me and lee knew each other before didn't we yeah uh, we were yeah. on a scheme together. Uh, was we that through just, the
1: forces that you kind of met or was it outside afterwards?
4: It was uh, to a skiing trip and it was another charity, an ex forces charity so that's where me and Tom we met in a uh, ski trip in Switzerland and, um, and then Obviously, we brought each other onto this. I told Tom about this, and then we both went on it at the same time.
1: Oh, that's amazing.
5: Yeah. yeah.
1: So, And and then the other guys, do you have much contact with everybody else within the programme?
5: We can have contact with some people more than others, um, but that's just because, like, say, for, say there's Frank and Jane, I might get on better with Frank than Tom and Oster, and he'll get on better with James and me. Yeah. So we do, like, when we're all together, everyone's mates we all get on the each other there's never yeah. any problem but when we leave it's i think you're going to feel more confident by coming to me and James is we're going to so it's just they reach out to us yeah to whether they feel more comfortable talking to
1: yeah well that makes sense doesn't it just, yeah. Yeah. you
0: just all got each other to talk to and uh keep in contact with each other check on well, the
3: These two guys are sort of part of the senior. So now what we do as well is have lots of messenger groups. So we're hoping to go away to roots at the end of October. We don't know whether we will, but our aim is to go. So we have a group on messenger about that. We'll have a group about other. We've also got a group on messenger, which involves these guys, uh, the other dive master, trainee dive masters, really to look at where we want to go in the future, what's reasonable to do and things like this. So, So these guys have a say in where we're going and what we're going to do and how we should be dealing with people as well um, yeah. and what people we should be taking away. So it's, it's really important that that, that, that works. And, and sometimes you do find there's differences. I mean, you know, what Tom Swarbrick said there, you know, very often uh, older people who say have been in the conflict, say in Northern Ireland, Bosnia and things like that will actually find it more difficult than younger people um, because it's a younger group so it's actually fitting into that group and the experiences although lots of people won't realise that the experiences in Iraq and Afghanistan were very different experiences in Bosnia and Northern Ireland so the younger guys tend to talk about those sort of things and of course anybody who comes from older time to some extent not deliberately it's just how the conversation goes are actually excluded from those conversations. Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah. Must be yeah, you must have to be very mindful all the time of who you're talking to and yeah, what level they're at as well. I guess lockdown must have been quite difficult to deal with.
3: Yeah, right? it has. I mean, go on Tom.
5: I was just gonna say I, I've been trying to do stuff over lockdown which I've been struggling with, like we've been start with, started to get like homework for any and it's just it's hard to keep on top of it all.
3: But that's, that's because I'm from Norfolk. Yeah.
1: We're Norfolk people.
3: I know. I can tell. I'm
1: a Norfolk girl. I was born and bred Norfolk. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, kind of, what have you got planned then for the rest of? Are you going to try and get in the water in this country, or are you just going to wait for some trips to happen?
3: No, I think well. Because the rules at the moment for sort of Bobster and um, Stony Cove are, you know, existing members only. So um, we couldn't join these people up as members because they wouldn't be able to go. Uh, Chepstow hadn't issued anything on the website. So so that's that seems offline. So what we're aiming for now, we've got to be mindful. We've got... Like Tom Slark's university in September, we've got three others at university. So what we have to do is do stuff outside university. time. But we're hoping to go uh, because we need to get some people through the system uh, in October. And then the plans are Tom Swalbrick was saying with the eco courses, there is homework. So they've all got the best residency guide for things. And Deborah is setting them homework and is a real taskmaster. You know, it's, have you done this? And I can just imagine them cringing at the other end. Um so so we're doing we're doing that. We're gonna carry on doing um some more webinars like this. But the plan is if everything goes well, uh next next May when the core program, so uh, open water advanced and, and rescue and we'll do the same this October if we can. Uh then run the eco course um June or July, providing all these guys can do it, universities done and things like this, and Ebra's free. Uh run that in June and July run the second eco-course in September and then the next year um, it's planning for the sort of the major liverboard, which will be 10 days in the Red Sea. Wow, that'd be awesome.
1: So you said about the eco-course, so has the conservation side become more an important part of therapy over the years?
3: Yeah, I mean it it has been pretty much from the start. We've always done things like um, beach clear-ups and had presentations. Uh, about um, sort of the state of the oceans and things. And then what we developed, and these two guys and John Beaver are sort of uh, our champions of it. We've got, a program called protecting our oceans which is very much about education um it's very much about teaching the people to come on our courses and when we did truck lagoon it was pretty much on the same basis as uh, the red sea liverpool everybody did uh, eco courses and then we went to truck lagoon and in truck <laughs> lagoon a coral main and biomass study on the recognition coco mara um and we did it in uh conjunction with um coral k um and their scientist came with us he taught the courses um he prepared a massive report at the end of it which we actually gave to the um, micronesian government it was the first time that anybody had done an eco study on one of the wrecks in in chuck lagoon so uh, all right pretty good so and that's what we're aiming to produce when we go to the sea as well it's good that you do that because it adds even more value uh, to the trip didn't it yeah I well, know you well, were, doing, sorry, we also get we also get the guys to do presentations about it as well so so these guys don't know yet but one of them will be doing a presentation on the Thistle Gould and one will be doing it on the Tocquea um they'll be doing it about target fish they'll be doing it about target corals and stuff like that so it's a massive mapping exercise
1: so tom do you enjoy like doing the presentations and kind of speaking about depth therapy um
3: i i do enjoy doing it
5: it's more of a confidence thing for me right mm. like, i struggle to talk in big groups of people and when everyone's looking at me again i i find it very out of place Don't enjoy it but i do enjoy doing it when i get the rhythm of speaking about
2: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> you do it and, the, yeah. and like you say the subject matter because you're passionate about it it must make it yeah a little bit easier yeah that's really good. so with funding of depth therapy how you've obviously got sponsors to kind of keep you going
3: yeah we've got um so we've got strategic partners so the endeavor fund which uh, is quite a big organization it used to be with the royal foundation it's now um, this away because Prince Harry leaves it and of course the bit between Harry and William. So the Endeavour Fund now has gone to the Invictus organisation um, right. and um, we apply to grants from them for certain amounts of money. Um, they actually quite like us because they think you know, we've got a head around what we're doing. Um, the Veterans Foundations gives um, grants. Um, we've got money um, through um, what's now called Positive Pathways, which is the Armed Forces Covenant Fund Trust. So that's funded the eco-courses. And uh, Truck Lagoon was uh, funded by the LIBOR Fund, which was the money left over from the bankers that the government held. So that funded that. Uh, and the rest of it basically comes from that's, uh, sorry, fundraising that's from when the banking crisis, when the banks had to repay money, it was put into a fund. and uh, the the Treasury uh, managed that, and we had to bid um, because they said we want to give some money to the armed forces. So we had to bid for that money, and I think we got £120,000, which paid Is for truck so, the truck lagoon. So So you got
0: same, it, not the bankers.
3: That's right. It's, it's the same with the um, Eco calls and the uh, Red Sea Liverboard. We've got... Um, Payments over two years of £35,000 each year to pay for that. So the rest of it comes from fundraising. Tom Swarbrick um, climbed up the biggest mountain in um, Europe, Europe, Mount Elbrus, and, and raised about £6,000 oh, wow. for us. So lots of the guys will do things like that. He looked pretty shattered at the top of the mountain, I've got to say. It's um, <laughs> and, and like,
5: mount, like, mount Elbrus in Russia. It's on the Russia Georgia border. It was oh, wow. five thousand six hundred and forty two meters high. Oh, is it it
2: was it cold?
5: Yeah, it was cold up there.
0: It's quite high for a Norfolk boy to go
5: to. I know.
2: Oh, it, it was, <laughs> we're used to the mountains
5: pretty, in Norfolk. High. Yeah. The worst thing about it is like I underestimated how much the altitude would affect me and my fitness and I didn't train anywhere as much as I probably should have. And yeah, I regret. I, it, it was a struggle to get to the top, but I made it. Oh, it must it have been yeah.
1: a, an amazing feeling when you got to the top, knowing you'd done it. Yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So hopefully I'm going to start training now lockdown's on, it's winding down. I'm going to start training. I'm going to try and climb the highest mountain outside of the Himalayas, Argentina. It's Mount Acocagua. It's okay. How high like, is that? It's like 6,900 and something. Wow. Oh, right. So it's a considerably a lot higher.
1: Yeah. So Tom, yeah. I, <laughs> Mates, have you done anything to climb mountains? And
4: you don't need to go anywhere like that when you live in Yorkshire. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You've got shit to balance, don't you? Tom, Tom organised a twenty-four hour dive um, last year, which raised about five, five and a half thousand,
4: didn't it? Tom? Uh, it would actually just short seven thousand, I think. Yeah. Twenty-four
1: yeah. hour dive. Wow
4: yeah yeah so we had so many tired people and everyone was starting to turn a bit ill as well
2: (laughs)
3: so there's there's a big plant because um earlier in the year it was march and it It seems like um tom won the um henry worsley award at the endeavour fund awards uh, Henry Worsley awards their top award. Henry Worsley was uh, an ex-army officer who was an explorer and he died doing a um, solo trek um, to the South Pole and back and died just before he got back and his family was heavily involved in the Endeavour Fund. He was, the, um, he was doing the expedition for the Endeavour Fund. And his family have created sort of a a permanent gift, which every year they present an award um, at at the funds, which is their top award. And um, Tom Oates won it this year, which was amazing for the charity. Um, And so uh, Harry presented it. And what's come out of that is uh, once lockdown's over, Tom's in negotiation with... people who were involved with Henry Worsley to see if we can get a depth therapy team to go to South Pole and back. So that will be wow. uh, our thing. And, and and people like Tom Swartz are perfect for this with his mountaineering. We've got another guy called Adam who does mountaineering. So there's a lot of willingness to do it. They're going to have to train massively if they are <laughs> going to do it. And, and They've got, they've got to find funding, but we think the, um, you know, Henry's Henry's uh, family, the Worsley family, will point us in the right direction. And Tom's been speaking to some people who've got experience, so, so they're the sort of things that we do. Yeah. I mean, I think they're slightly potty climbing mountains and things like that. But there you are. That's up to them.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's all for the greater good, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. it's really good. And you're quite um, interlinked with uh, Miss Scuba UK as
2: well.
3: We've yeah, Miss Scoob. Yeah, Miss Scoob has been uh, raising money for us for um, years. And, I mean, which is which is really really good. And we've been to some of their um, finals, but most of the time their finals, when we're on our uh, trips and see that they they've been very good to us. Um, over the year, I just have to keep the young guys away because they get this. They get bit bit excited. The men going, which, yeah, they get too excited. Well, that's normally you, we have to calm you down.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: we had Jill
2: and um, Ashley. Also, uh, Ashley. Ashley, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. on your day. Yeah, they've been supporting us for I don't know, pretty much since about 2015, I think, which is excellent.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good. and you know, girls. <laughs> despite it being like pageant style, they,
3: the diving they do is really amazing. They oh yeah, they, they, do, they do a lot of roots as well. Yeah. And actually one of, the, uh, one of the women who won Miss Scuba was a student at Sheffield University and she came up with the idea of doing a study in step therapy, which after she left, one of the other students took on. We had a major study showing the benefits of depth therapy for mental health and things like that. Right. But I mean, it's like tonight, tonight, um, Tom Oates and I, and Tom Swalbrick, he wants to come into it, but Oates just said he'd do it 8.30, we're um, doing a presentation on Zoom to um, a BZAC club um, up in Il- Ilkiston. Ilkiston. We spoke to we're... Lydia
1: Walker
3: the other day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she, she She's organising it, um, and they've done some brilliant fundraising, so we're doing a presentation, um, and then um, we've got a quiz for them, they asked us to put a quiz together. I don't think they'll like me very much when they have to do the quiz, but there you go.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we've obviously had other guests on that have mentioned at Therapy, like Andy Torbett as well. He's, yeah, yeah,
3: you know, well. Yeah, yeah, and just one of our patrons.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: And, and Paul Rose is one of our vice presidents as well. Yeah, yeah, so he's... Paul, Paul does quite a lot for us. Monty did as well, didn't he? Sorry? Yeah, Monty's Monty also did. a patron as well, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's great how everybody is very interlinked in the diving world, and it. it turns
3: out it's really quite small oh it is it's, it's it, you call it incestuous outside right? i mean it's, it's you know you know every, everybody does know everybody else certainly at a certain level if you get involved in it then then you know it's 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 quite it, you know lots of people think there's far more people involved in scuba diving yeah. than there are and, and most people who do scuba diving, um there's lots of research on this will learn to dive will go away on holiday uh, in the Maldives or Egypt and then they'll never dive again so there's a huge percentage of people that never do that you know you'll never see them at a dive show then you get the people who will learn and then they'll dive do a couple of dives every year when they go abroad Um, then you get sort of the hardcore who, who are diving you know regularly sort of more than just a holiday a year and the people who are doing UK diving which is even a smaller sort of percent yeah,
2: yeah well I
1: think I might be one of those Finch
3: <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> yeah.
1: well there's not much chance of travel at the moment so it's got to be no. yeah here so but everybody's saying if you do UK diving then you can do anything
3: It can you can dive we always I always say this at a dive where I teach you know I managed to get lots of people to convert from a referral where they just do the pool work over here and then go abroad and do the, I get them to do the whole course over here because I say and dive here, you can dive anywhere in the world you do the referral here at the red sea you're not going to be able to dive in the north sea so you know best you start over here and learn what it's like yeah. and it's better to learn in nil nil visibility than it is to 50 meters visibility.
1: yeah but i guess you know it's, it's all you know up and down some days you can get add vis- visibility and then other days it can be great so it's just picking the yeah. right day isn't it
0: yeah, yeah. it's good though because like
3: if, if there was no depth therapy tomorrow what what is that? Uh, well, there's not really. I mean, the, these guys, um, they probably wouldn't get signed off as fit to mm. dive. You know, they get signed off fit to dive because we develop and they know there's a big support to They meet all the standards. And actually now, you know, I'm quite happy for these guys to go off and, and dive on their own. But in the early stages, it's not like that. They need support. They don't need support doing the skill. They need to support and make sure something's not going to go wrong. Uh, And I think, as I said, with this new um, form, I was talking to Mark Downs about it. This new medical, the medical guidance. If somebody walked into me as a GP and said, you know, I'm here, and I looked at and I've got a mental health issue, I looked at that, I'd say, no way, sorry, I'm not signed off as fit to dive. Whereas somebody like Mark or an approved medical examiner of divers or uh, medical referee would actually take a bigger view of it and actually say, you know, what what is the person's sort of mental state? You Know, are they fit to die? What's the effect of the medication rather than just putting no, you're not fit? Mm.
1: Yeah, everybody's got to be given a chance, to. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, if you can, there are, there are. There are some medications and level of medication and some conditions that are contraindicated to diving. So some people cannot dive and they would never be signed off. And you have to be quite honest about that because one of the big problems we see with people with disabilities, not through depth therapy because we're very honest, is instructors can easily give them a false expectation mm. uh, where they where they will get to. And then when they can't achieve it, you know, you've actually, you've actually done more damage than you've done. You've done good. Uh, And you know, we've got examples of where people have actually breached standards to allow somebody to qualify. And that is massively wrong. I've campaigned against that all the time. Either these guys hit the standards or they don't qualify. Or they can go on a restricted certification, which means you do get the D one, D two, D three, which means you're always going to need support to dive with with somebody who's been trained um, to deal with somebody who's who's diving with disability.
2: Mm. Yeah. Okay.
3: We um with all our guests, we like to ask we've got five
0: questions that we'd like to ask our guests, and that might be fun to sort of Go round you. Uh, not really. I yeah. Ask all, uh, all three of the whole five questions, but maybe we can sort
3: of just go through some of them, and you can just shout uh, out what you think. Yeah, I'd, I'd, have... I'd, I'd I'd ask the two Toms. They they've yeah. been quite quiet. Yeah. You can ask them if they get it yeah, wrong, I'll they'll get a good. If we shout them out, and you both
1: give us an answer.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah is that all right. Sorry, my internet's <laughs>
5: playing up. Yeah, my connection's
1: going. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> not. <laughs> all right so well if i start off what dive location is on your wish list or bucket list and why uh,
2: definitely Maldives <laughs> i think oh, uh, people, I with pigs. <laughs> yeah <definitely. laughs>
1: Yeah. is it um, just because of the clear water or wildlife just
4: a, i suppose it's just a total different like, experience than diving anywhere else you know in the world and it's just not only, obviously, the diving, but there's also everything else there as well. So i yeah. definitely a mob- Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: well, hopefully, okay. yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> How about you, Tom?
5: I, I, I would like to go to Truck Lagoon. Unfortunately, I missed out on it. We have a year when Richard got to go. Um, I, I do like wreck diving. Like, I've not been able to... I haven't done my wreck course yet. But I'm looking into doing it. But I, I like the fact that you can, like, learn about a bit about the history before you go and dive a wreck. Mm. And then you know what you're looking at. You're not just going down and just staring at a ship you know nothing about or a plane or something or whatever it is you're looking at
1: yeah no that's good yeah have either of you tried anything like cave diving or have you got any speciality that you would like to try that haven't had yet
5: cave diving is definitely on my list i don't think my girlfriend would be too happy if i started doing cave diving though because she, she doesn't like the idea of it yeah i think that's um, me it's um because when i graduate at university
4: i want to do most of my research in antarctica right, so i'm getting into myself into ice diving mostly yeah. so obviously it's totally different and no one wants to do it but
1: yeah. we spoke to paul rose um last week or the week before and yeah obviously yeah. he's done an awful lot of the, you know in the cold yeah. and yeah
3: he loves the cold i don't, I don't know the, i not whether Told you, but he doesn't very often brag about this. But you know, he's the only person ever to hold two polar medals. Yeah. Nobody really? else ever has done that before. And he very he doesn't say anything about it. But he's the only person in the history board of, of the polar medals, which I think is over hundred years now to ever be awarded. Two. Yeah. Oh wow! I, I tell Richard
4: all time that I'm going to be the next one. There you go. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: yeah. That's great. Um, so, second question is: What is your favourite marine animal? And
5: why? Favorite one I've seen would. Mm. uh it's tough. I do love the sharks, but I don't. You don't really get to see them that often. Um, but I was in. Where was I? I was in Nicar- Nicaragua, wow. and I was diving there. And I. No, sorry. I was in Honduras, not Nicaragua. Isn't I? I was in Honduras diving there, and I stumbled across an eagle ray. And I was there chasing it around with my camera, trying to catch up with it. And it was so. It was, my girlfriend said that it was really majestic watching this fish swimming around. And then if you look behind it, there's me flapping around trying to catch up <laughs> to, it, to get a good shot of it. Yeah. So. yeah,
2: that's good. Yeah.
1: Well, hopefully one day. Yeah.
4: yeah. By myself, it's dugons and seals, I think. so. Seals? And dugons. Dugons,
1: okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, we've got plenty of seals in this country.
4: Yeah.
1: Yes. yeah. Ian will tell yeah, you about the
4: Islands. Yeah, mate. You just yeah, to
2: leave. Definitely
4: have to go up north when it's the season for seals. So.
2: Yeah, Farne Islands is where you got to go for seals. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely something on my list as well. Good fizz up there
0: as well. Really good fizz. It's because it's closer to Yorkshire again, that's why. Right. <laughs> Yorkshire water? <laughs> Real water.
2: Yorkshire's best, Jake. <laughs> that's why the tea tastes better up there,
0: on it? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Richard's uh, shaking uh, his head.
4: I'm Southerners, I see drinking Yorkshire tea, you see, so... <laughs> it's the only good i out of
2: Yorkshire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, have you guys got your own dive kit?
5: Uh, yes. Yeah. No, so I have. What? I started off... With getting stuff to donate me from the charity, and as I progressed with my diving, I was buying my own kit. Eventually, yeah. I, I'm looking at I need to get, I want to get myself my own DCD, and then I can donate the one which we give me start back to therapy, and then they can pass it on. Oh, brilliant!
2: Great idea.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. I, was, I was quite myself. Um, before I'd even started diving, I'd, I'd had no diving experience at all. Um, there was a local lady that lives about five minutes away from myself, and um, her son suffered with quite serious mental health issues, and he sadly took his own life. Um, oh. So she found the charity Debt Therapy, and she wanted to obviously pass over the kit to Debt Therapy. And with me living five minutes away, I went to actually go meet her um, to pick up all the kit that she was donating to Debt Therapy. Mm. So that way I have I've I've got everything that I needed, in, in, even including a dry suit as well, which are quite expensive. So yeah. I was quite lucky in that respect, you see, so. Yeah. Well,
1: it's great, it's being put to good use as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. What's your favourite piece of kit? Andy Torbett said that that's his hood, couldn't, couldn't go diving without his hood.
4: It was, much, uh, I'm very technical, so I love computers, so. What sort of
0: after, dive computer you
4: got? Uh, it's a Sumter D5, which... Oh, right, uh, for me as well from uh Deborah Lilly, which were really nice of her.
3: Yeah. Uh, I uh, I think a geek rather than technically minded was
5: something much. <laughs> <you
2: know. laughs>
5: i ten computers on my arm I'm fine. <laughs> I, I love all kit. Like I that's that's probably my biggest problem. I'm my girlfriend said to me like, I take up these hobbies, not because I wanna do a hobby, but, but I love buying kit. So yeah, I, I Love all yeah i love reels i <laughs> just i love some ice. people have loads fins. of
2: reels you know yeah i love my
5: things i've got it's just everything yeah and yeah. richard still... richard's favorite
4: piece of kit is his old-fashioned diving helmet you got a hard
2: just, hat have you richard
4: just weight
0: that's right fair
2: enough and
0: um <laughs> yeah and um so um, if you had to choose like three people who you would want to dive with. Well, it so wouldn't be, be any of those th- two. So. <laughs> so three people from either from history or people you know, um, doesn't matter whether they're non diver or not. Um, so you can take them snorkeling. Can you give us three people who you'd want to go diving with? Um, can, be. can be people? your or
5: whatever? Yeah, one of, have to be Klopp. Have to be, who, sorry? Klopp. Uh, Liverpool's manager. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So I definitely have to go have a chat with him, go for a pint with him afterwards.
0: You're a Liverpool supporter.
5: Yeah, I am. Very Norwich. the Chelsea game. I watched Norwich, I like to watch them do well, but like when I was growing up, my mum's side of the family Chelsea and my, because my dad was never around, I my best mate is a Liverpool supporter. Right. And I got into football when Abramovich took over Chelsea. So it was like, if I start supporting Chelsea because they just had this billionaire take over and they're going to win everything for the next few seasons, I'm just going to be a glory hunter. So I support. Well, Liverpool haven't won anything in a while, have we? Norwich.
2: So, yeah,
5: but I do like watching Norwich as well. They're just very stressful to watch. Yeah, so I even though they won the other night,
3: they? they were
1: playing Wednesday I don't know. night.
3: Uh, yeah, I think they lost. Tom, Monday. I'd go and see your therapist over Liverpool. I think you you need <laughs> help.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Cox one. Who's the other two?
5: Michael Jordan. Yeah.
2: Why okay. well, Michael Jordan?
5: Um, Michael Jordan. I, I used to play county level basketball. kid okay. So I love basketball. And twenty-three is my favourite number, and it was jersey number. Yeah. Yeah, and really? probably Tiger Woods I love golf. Or Rory McIlroy.
1: Yeah, Rory's good, isn't he?
0: Yeah,
1: he's he is good. fan the moment. Not that I'm a golfer. Me neither. So how about you,
4: Tom Oates? Uh, well, there's always been Paul Rose, which hopefully I will do in the future, so that, that'll that tick him off. Um, David Attenborough, and uh, yeah, as well, uh, Miss Scuba UK, all of them What? Good
2: <laughs> <laughs> choices. This whole
1: tribe. Yeah.
5: It's
1: all. I like how and Richard's also... shaking his head. Yeah.
5: <laughs> You're just jealousy. I he he's surprised I
1: didn't say that. That's all. Okay. Well, maybe we should ask you as well, Richard. Have you got three people that you'd like to dive with?
3: Me, myself, and I. <laughs> yeah, I think I I, I actually like solo diving a lot. <laughs> I I've quite enjoyed knockdown. not having to meet people, so I mean it's been quite beneficial. I never. Really, I'd like to dive with Paul Rose. I think because uh, you just got absolute respect for the man, um, yeah. and I don't, I don't think there's anybody else actually. I mean I i just dive with so many people i just don't think you know there's anybody i particularly want to dive so talented. he's so
2: motivated and paul when we yeah, talk to him you can feel the energy
0: you know when he's, he really talks with energy he's motivated about diving environment
3: and brilliant very so experienced talking to paul yeah, yeah it's excellent
1: yeah one of our other questions is if you could put anything on a billboard so the whole world see it what would you Put on that billboard to get your message across. We um, ask all three of you that.
2: I,
3: probably disappear again.
1: Yeah, I, I've just admitted him again. He's come back.
5: Yeah. And mine, mine would probably have to be like Richard Cullen is. Anxious. Like the well, <laughs> world needs to understand how old that man
2: is.
0: He means it with love, Richard. That's what he does. Uh, yeah, it's meant with love.
2: With oh Cullen Scuba God.
5: Scuba so God, that's great.
2: Yeah, yeah, because he all, was around
5: when it
3: with the start it's not good in it <laughs> i have to or apologize rump. today it's a bit funny or, or my nicknames grumpy bubbles
1: that was quite nice so richard
3: have you got anything you'd put on a billboard well, i think um
5: well, it's the best ever
3: in, sorry i'm not mad <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I think I'd put scuba fan and that's it. Everybody should scuba dive. Yeah,
2: yeah. give it a go. Yeah.
3: So
1: well, can you hear us, Tommy? Can you hear me? You're muted. Somewhere. Can you hear me? No,
4: it's because cars keep going past and my connection's not very good today. No, so. that's all right.
1: No. So we've just asked another question about if you could put something on a billboard for the whole world to see, yeah. what would you put on it to get a message across?
4: Probably, like, please reach out, because obviously I didn't in the past and, you know, all you have to do is reach out and to get the help that you need. So
1: yeah, I guess there are people there to help you. Yeah. yeah, it's a great one. Fight to finish on that one. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for that.
2: yeah.
4: And then what's been obviously been putting on boards everywhere recently with everything that's been going on, you know, so everyone arguing and stuff like that. So yeah,
1: yeah it certainly makes you think. This, uh, COVID and the lockdown makes life a bit more simple.
2: For, yeah. to Realise.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah. Richard. Yeah. Where is everybody? Um, for people who are listening to this, where where have everybody, if, if anybody wants to listen to this and then uh, support depth therapy, what are they best to do? Where
3: are they best to go? Um, best thing is to go to the website, which is um and they can read all about it. And then there's contact emails on there to get in touch with people who'll um, be able to help. So yeah, that's the way. So the best place is the website, which is just. It's been completely redone. So um, it's it's pretty impressive. Um, and everything's an easy link into there. In, in, fact, in fact, I think you can make donations direct from there. But if people want to do fundraisers and things like that, um, yeah. the, there's, there's the addresses to get in touch. Yeah, I did actually so have a look at it. That. You
1: can donate directly on the yeah. website, which is great, yeah. Oh, disappeared
0: so again. What about like Facey uh, on Facebook, Instagram?
3: Yeah, we're on, we're on um, Facebook. We've got two sites. Um, one, you have to ask to join because it's members only because um, we we do unfortunately get some um, very foolish people start putting things um, up on it. So um, we've got one which is um, just depth therapy. So you can get us on uh, depth therapy, but you have to ask to join us as a member. And then we've got an open one, which is depth therapy and Depth Therapy Education. And you can also find us on Twitter as Depth Therapy.
0: And can current um, guys or women jo- join? Yeah, it,
3: but, but the likelihood of them having uh, a life-changing uh, injury it, while they're still serving is is pretty rare. So uh, right. really, you talk, you're talking about something that's enough to uh, mean these people never... Never serve again, so so that's where we are. Yeah,
1: what's your age demographic for people that are part of that therapy? Is it more, you know, Tom's age or does it vary yeah. completely? I,
3: I suppose we've got a new guy coming on who I think is one who broke his back in training. Um, but the range probably most of these guys is now about 25 to uh about 40. When you say I mean,
2: Tom, I think that's about right. Yeah, I
3: was gonna say
2: it's probably around because I'm quite but yeah.
1: So well, it's a good range that you can like, you know, you're all like-minded and you can communicate, yep. yeah, within that age group. So
2: yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah.
1: no, it's been really interesting. With, yeah, talking to you. Brilliant. Yeah. So, Brilliant. yeah thanks so very much. No, well, it's been really good talking to you. That's a, yeah. Thank you
0: guys. Thank you very much for your time. Cheers.
2: Thanks very so so, much.
1: Can you say goodbye to Tom Oates? Because obviously yeah, I will Yeah,
2: I'll be speaking <laughs> to him a bit. Okay, uh, it's lovely guys. to meet you, Tom,
1: thanks, as well. Thanks, Tom. Together.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank Thank you. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, Richard. Yeah, okay. bye. Okay, what do you think? Yeah, I enjoyed that one. That's good. Good, yeah, good, really, you know, good
1: yeah, yeah, amazing people, amazing charity and yeah, amazing boys as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, i want to say thank you very much to everybody who took part in that um you know some touch and stories there about what the guys have been through yeah and um depth therapy is a brilliant charity you know for what they do yeah um, Tom and and Tom
1: are a great example of yeah from where they can go to where they can be now
0: yeah and we need i know they're not alone you know in a lot of these other countries uh people who listen to this uh there's very similar charities i know in america and canada they've got you know, different charities, and uh, it's it's good, you know. So, uh, if you're in the UK, have a look at their website, you know. And if you can, if you've got a spare few quid, you can, uh, you know, share and uh, help support, you know, please do. Uh, yeah. It's a very worthwhile cause. We've
2: also
1: uh, got, lo- we've got local um, sub aqua clubs like Ilkeston and Kimberley, they support. These guys this year, and they support charities yeah. every year. So, yeah, it's great that we've got that link up
0: with. Yeah, they had a quiz, didn't they? they had a quiz. Um, <laughs> yes. Start of July. Um, yeah, yep.
1: Yeah. So I took and part. You Andy Torbitt took part as well. Yeah. He was one of yeah. them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think Andy is. And I think I he's. Think uh, yeah,
1: Monty uh, Porter's, yeah. Paul Rose's as well. So they're
0: um, yeah. all uh, previous guests and future well wow. yeah it is you know so uh, uh look it up so look up depth therapy and if you've got a few quid you know uh give them a bit of support so uh very worthwhile cause so that's uh, brilliant um also just very quickly before we go i didn't forget uh to mention as well um our friends over at Night at 90 um brent and john congratulations got another award do you know they get so many awards
1: well, they—they uh, they, they
0: need a big. They, they're going to have to have a, a huge, great, big uh, cabinet put all these awards in. When yeah. you when he goes to the factory, you've got loads of awards, you know. So. If you need any engineering work done, go look up night at 90. You know, they're doing some brilliant stuff. They get phone calls, FBI and CIO, for goodness percentage. sake. I still can't get over that. If you, we, they were on the show uh, last month doing a little big chat. Look them up. You've got Apache helicopter on the front uh, talking about their engineering works. and They're not just about scuba diving. They're about all sorts of things award award-winning engineers look them up knocked at 90.com yeah i think we'll be
1: having
0: them back won't we for an association yeah it's loads of stuff um so who's up next we have got phil short phil short you're up next yeah you know stand by uh, so that was a really great chat we had with phil um cave diver explorer ex- extraordinaire so uh really positive chat with phil um and it was good fun and uh, be yeah. another one to look out for. How yeah. do we get all these exciting guests? I don't I know. I and we've
1: been diving in the UK in caves again.
0: I know, yeah. So it's brilliant. It's really good. So look out for Phil Short. Who else we've got coming up? We've got Tech Clark. He's, he's yeah. still doing his press-up. Yeah. So we we just, you know, asking him a few questions in between all the press-ups that you've been doing, Tech. Um, you know, uh, a great, you know, great chat really enjoyed this one with tech as um, hashtag transform. transform that's the word
1: yeah we learn a new word yeah yeah very enlightening
0: it is you know and um we've used that. ourselves a few times on yeah. uh, social media so uh, explore educate conservation
2: transform
0: transform so uh, and also jill heinus gave us one as well he is a volunteer yeah so it's a good thing we're learning we're building, we're learning as we go. And then finally, coming up in a couple of weeks' time as well, we have got uh, Gemma Smith, yeah. another dive. Yeah. So and a really great message and positive message about her life experience as a dom. Um, and also talking about her accident, really bad accident. Yeah. So we've got yeah. Phil Shaw, Tech Clark, Gemma Smith, all together, all coming up in the next few weeks.
2: Yeah. So yeah.
0: enjoy, um, have a great weekend. And I think... Unless there's anything else. Thank you very much, Depth Therapy. Guys, thank you very much again. Let me just remind you, go to their website if you've got a few pounds that you can put their way and help support them. They're a really great charity. They need your support. Depth Therapy, okay. That's enough of me waffling on until next week. Yep, I think that's it.
1: Goodbye.
2: Yep. All right, thank you very much. Enjoy. you. <laughs>